When I first moved to Chicago, I knew absolutely no one. So I got involved in all sorts of things. I joined the junior YWCA board, the PRSA Chicago board, and Chicago Sport and Social Club so I could make friends while I trained for my first marathon. The marathon training aside, I made great friends, but also killed my knees. The work I did with PRSA and YWCA helped me solidify my feminism. Before that, I thought feminism was a bad word. Ah, how young and naive I was. Also very sheltered. Since then, I've been focused on lifting up the women in our industry, working with men who believe in equality, and embracing the value everyone provides in the workplace. I've also noticed massive disparities that, as a business owner, I've been able to mitigate. But working with clients, it's harder because I'm not in control. One of those disparities is in how feedback is provided to women versus men. You know what I mean? Women are told they're doing a nice job and get pats on the head, while men are told they're crushing it because they drove a certain percentage of revenue or landed a big new client. Even if women have done exactly the same, they are not praised in the same way. This is what we'll discuss on this week's episode of the Spin Sucks podcast, the praise deficit between men and women and what to do about it. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. Let's start out with an example. Hypothetically speaking, let's say that two members of the same team had similar results in the third quarter. They each landed a whale client worth upwards of $250,000 in revenue. They each grew their team by 20%, and they each increased the pipeline by 25%. During their reviews, the man was lauded for these efforts. The feedback was concrete and actionable. Michael, thank you for all of your efforts in the third quarter. Because of the work you did to land client A, grow your team, and build the pipeline, we'll be able to reach our goals more quickly and will likely hit our stretch goals too. Michael received a promotion and a raise because of all the hard work that contributed to the growth of the business. He was honored at an all-staff meeting, and he was figuratively carried around on the shoulders of his team as if he'd hit the winning goal. Likewise, his colleague was lauded for her efforts, too. Michaela, thank you for all of your efforts in the third quarter. You are a great asset to the team, and we are lucky to have you here. Michaela did not receive a promotion and a raise, nor was she honored at an all-staff meeting. Not because she didn't do equally the same amount of work as Michael, nor bring in the same results, but because women are still yes, this is 2022, treated differently than men. Women received more general praise than men, as you can see in this example. Michael was praised for the specific things he accomplished, while Michaela was told she's a great asset to the team and had a great quarter. Unfortunately, this is not a hypothetical. It's not a made-up example. It happens a lot. And I've seen it happen over and over again with the women we work with at client organizations. We all need encouragement from other people. We like to act like it's only Gen Z who needs a pat on the head and are told they're doing a great job. But the truth is, we all need it, and it needs to be concrete and actionable. Regardless of gender, role, or organization, everyone needs external validation to keep moving forward with momentum and motivation, to build resilience, and to understand where we excel and positively affect the team and our work. When we receive feedback from others, team members, colleagues, clients, or bosses, we gain valuable insights into the actions and behaviors that matter to them. These insights can, in turn, help us determine, prioritize exactly where it is that we can add value from a position of strength. 
This is why it's important to be as specific as possible in our feedback, both good and bad. It doesn't help to hear we're a great asset to the team or that we had a great quarter. Sure, it feels good, but it's not helpful or actionable. So why does this happen? And what can we do about it? In just a few minutes, I'll be back to talk you through the answers to those questions. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. We can individually do several things to provide more concrete feedback for women. First, be conscious of the fact that you do it. I do it, you do it, we all do it. Stop doing it. If you're going to give a man concrete feedback, do the same for his female peers. Remove the nurture and caregiving feedback and focus instead on the results-driven feedback. Without the same kind of constructive, positive encouragement, women fail to see their authority or contributions as equal in value to those of men and miss out on a critical opportunity to learn and grow. Garden professor Laura Morgan Roberts addresses this deficit by saying, when there are a million things pulling you in different directions in work, it's hard to really determine the best opportunities for your career and your leadership without the kind of 360-degree feedback that can highlight those sweet spots. Validation from other people is a tool that can help you make strategic decisions about where, when, and how to invest your time and energy to create the most value, end quote. I recently had a client colleague ask for 30 minutes of my time. When we got on Zoom, he said, I've really appreciated working with you for the past couple of years, and I would love it if you could give me some feedback on my work. He asked me to name some things he should keep doing, some things he should be doing that he's not, and some things he should stop doing. I was happy to provide that feedback, and we had a really good conversation. In my entire career, a woman has never asked for that kind of meeting or feedback. So while it is up to us to change the way we provide feedback, it's also up to women to ask for it. That's one way to do it. Another way is to study your own success. Roberts goes on to say, quote, people say and do a lot of positive things in our daily lives, but women in particular are socialized to tune them out or undervalue them in some way, end quote. Ask your colleagues and others you trust to give feedback on your work. If you work with vendors or partners, ask them for feedback like the client colleague did with me. This will help you identify your peak experience and know where you should focus and where you should let go. I like putting it in the framework of what should I keep doing? 
What should I add on? And what should I stop doing? Earlier this year, a CMO I worked closely with resigned and I had my last call with him. I learned a great deal from him. I'm actually really sad I don't get to work with him anymore. And I wanted to be sure that we didn't lose touch and that I also got some feedback from him on my work. He positioned his feedback to me in terms of my superpowers, the things that only I can do while things that are not my superpowers could be delegated more effectively. I think about that conversation a lot, especially when I'm mired in tactics, not my superpower, and I can't reach the top of the surface. I ask myself, is this my superpower? The answer is almost always no. So I quickly find someone on my team to help me. Someone whose superpower is the work that I should not be doing. It stinks that it's 2022 and we still have to stand up for ourselves so that we are treated equally. But there is something we all can do. As an individual, make sure the feedback you are getting is concrete, constructive, and actionable. (laughs) As men, provide feedback to women that's focused on the results they achieve and their accomplishments. Stay away from the general nurturing and caregiving feedback. As women, stick up for one another and make sure the feedback you give to the other women on your team is effective. I watch my nieces and nephews who are in high school and college, and I'm not at all worried about the change they will make out there in the world but we have to try to leave the working world better for them. It starts with our ending the praise deficit. If you're not already part of the SwinSucks community and you'd like to hang out with like-minded individuals and communicators for that matter, you can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free, it's fun, it's smart. And you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review.